Hi, and welcome to the Internet Marketing Show that gives you, amongst other things, simple, proven, and practical steps to build your very own successful online business. Here's your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. Hello there, this is Peter Beckenham, the village marketer, and welcome to Network Marketing Masterclass. Today I want to share with you some ideas, some tips and some tactics that I've learned the hard way in my entrepreneurial journey. And yes, part of my journey involved the network marketing industry as well as a whole lot of others. So we're going to look at network marketing from lots of different perspectives, like you as a network marketer and what really drives your success. And we're going to spend a bit of time right at the beginning on that. So hang in there with me because this is a very important part. We'll also look at the lies we tell ourselves that limit our potential as network marketers. We'll look at leadership. We'll look at inviting prospects to look at your product or your offer or both. We'll look at presentations. We'll look at the follow-up that will focus on enrollment of your new recruits. We'll look at some statistics that will put your current network marketing activities really to the test. And there's a whole lot more. But before we start, let me be absolutely open and very blunt with you. I've been flat broke. I've been discouraged. I've been diagnosed with incurable heart disease. I've made every blooming mistake under the sun when it came to establishing an online business. I struggled for 12 months with my online business before I got to a full-time income. And yet I've made millions in commissions since then. And I've been involved in affiliate marketing and network marketing, video marketing, email marketing, content marketing, blogging, podcasting. I mean, you name it, I tried it. I mean, I was the perfect example of someone chasing shiny objects. But thankfully, common sense finally kicked me in the bum, right? And I worked out what was needed to succeed. But again, I'm not positioning myself as some multi-millionaire guru. I'm just a simple old Aussie who's been around for eons, who's experienced both the utter frustration of failure and the sheer excitement of success, and who now just loves to teach others how to avoid all the traps I fell into time after time on my journey and how to enjoy a better lifestyle. So if you've ever been frustrated, pissed off, excited, or ever wanted to quit, then I know exactly how that feels for sure. And thank God I persevered and I didn't give up. And thankfully I also kept investing in my education because when it finally all came together, everything changed very quickly and very fast for me. Now the things I want to share with you today are some key success ideas, tips, tactics, etc. And I learnt these from top network marketers like Eric Waray, Matt Morris, Bob Heilig and a few others. I mean, I just love to learn. So yeah, none of what I'm about to share with you, I can claim to be mine. None of it's mine. And in fact, the guys that I learned them from also say the same thing. I mean, we're all learning from others and sharing what works best, right? And so listen, I know this presentation is free, but if you really want to get value out of this, you want to act like you paid a thousand bucks for it. And listen carefully, because just a few of the concepts I'm going to share with you today could easily be worth tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars for you and your business. All right? So take notes, because the information in this masterclass is seriously going to up your game. All right, so let's get started. Now, you've probably heard the saying from John Maxwell, everything rises and falls based on leadership. And that's something you know to be true, especially when it comes to network marketing, right? But now I'm going to give you a cardinal rule on leadership. And I'm starting with leadership because I think that's the beginning of everything when it comes to your network marketing career. And a lot of leadership is learning about how to lead yourself. So we're going to be talking about that here. And I'm going to give you one factor that I learned to be the biggest impacts of being perceived as a good leader, as a high level leader, and being perceived as one by your team and by your potential prospects. Because remember this, people are only going to follow those that they perceive to be stronger than themselves. People love to be led, but they're not going to follow you if they don't see you as someone better and stronger than them. So if you want to be seen as a high-level leader, you must become an expert. People need to know that you know what the hell you're talking about. You need to be able to display with confidence. 
You've got to be able to position yourself as someone who is worthy to follow. But a word of caution. By all means, work on being an expert. But when recruiting new members to your team, you must always keep things simple, not complicated. Don't show off your expertise. So there's a fine line to tread between making it easy for prospects to see themselves doing this role, whilst at the same time portraying yourself as an expert in order to attract better quality potential leaders to your team. So the bottom line is this, if you want to achieve the highest level in network marketing, if you want to make the big bucks, if you want to make the transition from being an amateur or a rank amateur to a professional, then one of the biggest ways you can do that is by increasing your level of knowledge and your skills as a leader. Now, I know you're probably listening to this session because you're looking for some specific tactics you can use in your business. And yep, I'm going to give you some killer tactics, but I want to start with what I think is the most important factor for your success, and it's not a tactic at all. I mean, the reason why people fail in network marketing and in life in general is because it's not because they don't know the tactics, right? It's all about success. It's all about the inner game. It's all about the foundation. Okay, so I want you to write this down and remember this for the rest of your network marketing career. To build a really tall building, you're going to have to dig a really deep foundation. So let's dig a little deeper than just the tactics, right? And let's talk about some simple yet powerful psychology that you need to be a success as a network marketer. This is what I call the lifestyle success formula. Now, maybe the reason you got involved in network marketing and maybe the reason why you're even listening to me right now is because you want to have an amazing lifestyle, right? I mean, that's the end goal. Well, that's great. But what comes before lifestyle is success. If you don't have any success, you ain't going to get the lifestyle, right? The success allows you to have the lifestyle that you want. But let's go even deeper. Where does the success come from? Success comes from the actions you take. Okay? Actions are what most people focus on. They learn all the tactics. They set the goals. They know they need to go out and do the work. And they need to do the numbers and the actions. Okay? And they need, you need to break out of your comfort zone. But for whatever reason, many people can't seem to get themselves to do the right actions. So if you're anything like me, when I first started, I used to focus on actions and I'd set goals. And then I'd beat myself up because I couldn't get myself to pick up the darn phone. I would repeat the process and I'd set the goals again. And I wouldn't follow through. Yep, I'd beat myself up and I'd get frustrated. Okay, And I'd question my abilities and I'd question the product. And I'd question the business model. I'd question everything, right? And of course, this led to the blame game. So rather than take responsibility for my lack of success, I blame the company. I'd blame my upline. I'd blame whoever I could get my hands on, right? Because the blame game is the most popular game in the world. Because it's so much easier to justify your own failure playing the blame game than it is to take responsibility for it. But thankfully, I finally learned my lesson. It kicked me in the butt. And I kept investing my skill development and in my personal growth. And I finally realized that if I want to have a lifestyle, I had to go a lot deeper than just the actions. Right? We start with the lifestyle, and that requires success. And the success requires the actions. But now, where do those darn actions come from? Okay? Actions come from feelings. Simply put, if you feel like picking up the phone, you will. You can call that motivation if you like. If you don't feel enough motivation to pick up the phone to overcome your fears, then you won't do it, will you? But you can't just really rely on motivation or feelings because in many cases the motivation is just surface deep. I mean, for example, you've been to an event, right? And you've left charged up, ready to go and conquer the world. And maybe after this session, you're going to go out and crush it as well. But then you wonder what happens in a few days' time when the feeling disappears. All that conquering the world feeling is sort of gone, right? It just dissipated. I mean, we've all been through that kind of external motivation thing, right? It's awesome at the time, I know, but it's also temporary, which is why we have to go deeper than just the feelings. And to do that, we have to realize that feelings come from beliefs. And beliefs have to do with who you believe you are as a person. So if you've got a poor belief system as it relates to success or network marketing, then any success you have is going to be pretty darn short-lived, very temporary. 
I mean, if you've ever seen someone who's had a lot of success really quickly, and then they fall backwards and all just disappeared from sight, it's because they probably never went to the foundation, which is their belief system. Remember this, you will never out-earn what your inner self believes that you're worth, right? See, there's a thing called the law of consistency and commitment. You will be committed to remaining consistent with who you believe you really are. So what we have to do is change who you believe you are. And if you look at the middle three letters of the word believe, you see the word lie. L-I-E. Yep, your self-belief is made up of all the things you've been telling yourself over the years, including the lies you've been telling yourself as to who you really are as a person. The things you've been justifying why things haven't happened for you. I mean, maybe for years you believed the lie that you were too shy to speak in public, or not confident enough to sell anything, or not a good communicator. And these thoughts have programmed your thinking. So you've programmed yourself through experiences you've had, through experiences with other people and what they've said about you when you were growing up and, and what you've consistently been saying to yourself, right? And these are all self-limiting beliefs. You've programmed yourself into limiting what you potentially can earn, right? But think about this. Be aware that none of these self-limiting beliefs actually have to be true. You have the power to invent whatever positive beliefs you want about yourself. Then your beliefs will start to change your feelings and your motivations. They won't be temporary anymore, right? Remember this, that your subconscious mind doesn't know if you're lying to it. If you talk positively to it and genuinely positive to it, don't, don't just make up crap, right? If you genuinely talk positively to yourself as if it had, you'd already achieved things, then your subconscious mind will do everything in its enormous power to generate the results it believes you need. In other words, this will enable you to create consistent action which leads you to ultimately creating the lifestyle that you desire. So here's the truth of the matter. If you don't intentionally create a positive belief system for yourself, you're going to live a disempowering life which is going to lead to a pretty mediocre existence at best, right? So your belief system about who you are as a person has to be created deliberately by design. It's an intentional act by you, so the tactics don't really matter that much. I mean, when you build yourself a core self-belief that you're an amazingly powerful person, an amazingly powerful leader, then I can give you some really terrible recruiting scripts, and you're still going to have success. Why? Because it's all about who you are as a person. So on the other hand, if you don't build a powerful belief system, then I can give you the best recruiting scripts in the world. And you're still going to fail because you're not the right person. And more importantly, this will come across to your prospects. So coming out of this session, what I want you to focus on is your programming because that's the deepest level of the foundation. Now, I know it sounds a bit deep and meaningful this, but please hang in there with me because this will change your life. And there are three ways, three main ways you can program yourself. One, the experiences you've had things that have happened to you. Secondly, your external programming. And then thirdly, your internal programming. Okay. So number one, we start with experiences you've had. Lots of things have happened in your life, right? Maybe you've been in network marketing, maybe not achieved the success that you want. So just realize that we create stories based on the experiences. And when you learn to step into your power, it doesn't matter what the experience is. You can create a positive meaning option for what you may have thought was previously a negative experience. I mean, failures are great learning opportunities. Right? Number two, external programming. I mean, for example, listening to me right now, this is external programming. And here's a training point that I want you to keep with you throughout your network marketing career. If you're not consistently programming yourself on a regular basis through personal development, then your success is always going to be very short-lived. That message is so very important, right? Please, please, please consistently be programming yourself. Every great leader in network marketing, they all talk about the importance of personal development. And they all talk about the need to consistently be working on it. I mean, Think of this industry, the, the network marketing industry, as a personal development plan with a compensation package attached to it. If you have that mindset, then I think you're heading in the right direction. 
So continue to program yourself to become the highest level leader you can. But here's the reality. Most people will think of nothing about spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on fuel for their vehicle. But they'll invest virtually nothing on fuel for the most important asset they've got, their mind. And here's another quote for you. Write it down. It's a fundamental part of teaching of every million dollar network marketer. Are you ready? If you empty your wallet into your mind, your mind will fill up your wallet. If you empty your wallet into your mind, your mind will fill up your wallet. One of my favorite quotes, right? Now let's talk about number three, the internal programming. Now this is by far the most powerful of the three. This is what you say and what you think about yourself. Now what you've got to know here, that there's two minds. And I alluded to this earlier a little bit. You've got a conscious mind and you've got an un a subconscious mind. I nearly said unconscious mind, right? Conscious mind and subconscious mind. Every expert, every psychologist will tell you that the subconscious mind is a thousand times more powerful than the conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is essentially your identity. It's who you truly believe you are as a person. It will determine everything about you. And if you've had a lot of disempowering programming, maybe based on your experiences, maybe based on disempowering things you said about yourself. I mean, for example, if you ever found yourself saying things, oh, what a bad things always happen to me. Or I'm always done unlucky. Or I'm such an idiot. Okay. Well, here's the reality. And please listen to this if you're unsure about yourself. Every time you say something negative about yourself, it programs your subconscious mind to build that into your identity. So every time you say something negative, you make it more true. If you say I've got a bad memory, then every darn time you say you program yourself to have a bad memory. And guess what? Your subconscious mind will make sure it delivers that for you. If you say you're afraid of public speaking, then every time you say that, you're going to be more afraid of public speaking. So you've got to switch it around. You've got to eliminate the disempowering things that you're saying and start saying things that are empowering yourself because the mind has a goal. Your subconscious mind is designed to keep you in line with your identity. Let me say that again for you. Your subconscious mind is designed to keep you in line with your identity. Your conscious mind could be the one you're thinking about right now, but it's on the surface. I mean, you could be thinking, oh, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a top leader in my company. You want to be whatever, okay? Well, that's your conscious goal, but your subconscious goal is going to keep you where you are, right? It's going to keep you in line with your identity, where you truly believe you are. And if the subconscious mind is more powerful than the conscious mind, then guarantee you the subconscious mind is going to win every single time. So if you want success, you've got to reverse it, right? In other words, you've got to start speaking what you want into reality as if it was already there. Not wishful thinking stuff, I, I want to be this, I hope I can be this, but you are already there. I am so pleased I'm a millionaire. I am so excited I'm a really successful network marketer. Whatever you want to call yourself. Okay, so now we've gone through a lot of the inner game stuff and a bit about psychology for yourself. But to be a truly master in network marketing, you also have to understand the psychological triggers for your prospects as well. In other words, we're kind of transitioning, right, from the inner game to the outer game. But don't forget, the inner game is just so darn important because that's where everything starts and finishes. But moving on. The vast majority of network marketers, I can tell you, have no clue as to what really motivates prospects to take action. They just shove their company's breakthrough products or revolutionary compensation plans down people's throats. And they're telling their prospects how great their opportunity is, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, blah, 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 right? Now, please hear me on this. Your prospects don't give a darn about this. And they're much smarter than the hype. Well, at least the ones that you want in your team are going to be smarter than that. They realize all the BS they hear. And the BS sent by many average network marketers truly makes people sick. So as we covered earlier on, people take actions because of the feelings or motivations. 
So if you want to effectively sign up prospects, you want to understand how motivation is created in the first place for them. Because what's motivating for you may not be what motivates the people that you're prospecting. I mean, for example, if you're money, 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 and they're more interested in helping people, you're going to turn them off. Or if you're interested in helping people, and they're interested in money, 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 then more than likely you're going to turn them off again. So let's go back to how the core of motivation is created, okay? And if you've got a pen, make sure you write this one down. Motivation exists for anybody when there's a gap between what people want and what people have. It's that darn simple, okay? Motivation exists when there's a gap between what people want and what people have. So you could also call that the pain point, if you like. And everyone, doesn't matter how successful you think they are, Everybody's got a pain point at some level in their life and or their business. So again, you just can't focus on what you think is important. You've got to find out what they, the prospect, thinks important if you want to be a master. Find out what their gap is. Do some gap analysis. I can tell you right now, master prospectors are masters at discovering what it is that their prospects really and truly want. Now think about it. If you can show your prospects how your company, your product, and your mentorship can help them achieve that particular goal that they really want, then it drastically is going to increase the likelihood of them joining your team, right? Especially when you're able to present yourself as a credible leader who is there to help them every step of the way. In other words, focus on finding your prospects' hot buttons, and you'll see what a dramatic shift it makes in your ability to recruit new quality members to your team. Okay? So you just want to ask people, hey, if time and money were no object, what would you be doing with your life? Or if you weren't working as an accountant, Bill, what would you really want to be doing? What's important for you? What are your goals for the next three or four or five years? I mean, these are the sort of questions that you should always be asking prospects after you've built rapport with them. You've got to find their gap, right? You've got to find what they really want. Then once you know that, then you can present the solution. You can't present a solution until you know what that gap is. If you do that, you're going to fail. And I'll tell you why you're going to fail. Because there are three primary questions that every prospect's got in their mind when you're talking to them. And this is very important, so make sure you write these down as well, okay? I mean, every prospect's going to have these three primary questions, and they may not be consciously thinking of these, but if they're not thinking about them consciously, I can guarantee you it's a subconscious thinking they're having. It's what I've learned to focus on, and it's made a huge difference in my success. All right? Here's question number one. They're asking themselves this. Does it work? Now, we've developed a pretty sceptical society, especially as it relates to network marketing. So most people want to see some kind of proof, right? That is, success in your company with your products, your services, your opportunity, whatever it is. And this is especially true if you haven't made much money yourself. You need to be able to point to people in your company who've had success, and the company itself having success. Because people want evidence to overcome this scepticism, right? Remember, they're talking to themselves. Does it work? So make sure you're armed with lots of stories from other people in your company who've had success. And the more of these you've got in your memory, the better. All right? Now here's the next question, and this is even more important than question one. The second question they've got in their mind, either subconscious or conscious, is this. Can I do this? See, you might have the greatest products, an awesome compensation plan with a company where there's lots of people making money. But none of that matters. None of it matters at all if the prospect do not believe they can do it themselves. This is the number one reason why people question getting involved in network marketing. It's just a lack of belief. It's a lack of belief in themselves, or it could be a lack of belief in you. But more importantly, it's probably a lack of belief in whether they can do it. Okay, so this is where you point out a system of doing business. Systems are critical for people and your business. Without systems, it's too hard for people to take it up. And you're going to share with them that their job is not to be a salesperson. They're simply to take people through an information tour guide and educate other people on the program. Much easier for them to absorb and accept that, right? So if you're doing a live presentation where other team members have invited guests, 
one of the things you could do was this at some point in the presentation ask the guests hey let me ask you a question to see if you can qualify can you do what the other person invited you to do is doing right now now obviously the answer is yes because what's the other person doing invited them they're doing nothing they listen you're doing all the work they're just listening to you do the third party presentation right that makes it easy for them to understand and easier to say oh I could do this then now let me come back to an important factor I've asked this question so many times and it is do you love to sell and it's always around about 5% who say yes and I think half of them are liars anyway right so what this means is that at least 95% of the people in the world do not like to sell most people would much rather eat worms than have to sell something even though I'll show them later they can actually love sales but that comes later right so I tell prospects all the time that they have to promise me and really promise me that you're not going to go out there and be a cheesy salesperson when you first get started with me that's actually reassuring to them because they don't want to sell anyway right I mean if they go out and try to expand all themselves without following a system or using third-party tools then the people they show it to they're not going to be enrolling with them because I mean they're going to be thinking I can't do this I can't do all this selling stuff I don't like this selling stuff so they're going to fail so if you've got people on the fence as prospects realize that's what's holding your prospect back can I do this it's not usually a lack of time it's not that they don't have the money it's always a lack of belief realize realize and never forget this whatever their objection is that's not really their objection at all the objection is always a lack of belief so one thing I've done countless times to get people off the fence is I just look at them in the eyes and I say something like this Mary you can do this now this is if I'm assured that I believe that they can do it this is not some simple sales pitch right if you have found their gap analysis and you believed in them and they've shared a good story with you and you believe in your heart that they've got the intestinal fortitude to do this when you say Mary you can do this this is going to be powerful the simple fact of you telling someone that you believe in them will many times be the thing that's going to get them to believe in themselves and get them off the fence all right question number three question number one is does it work question number two is can I do this here's question number three will you help me this is when you can position yourself as an authority giving them the confidence you can actually help them achieve their goals and their dreams now a lot of people have done network marketing before and they never got proper support so you need to let them know that you're going to be there for them if someone says oh I did network marketing and I failed in the past then your straight up answer every time should be hey you may have done network marketing in the past but you've never done it with me listen lock arms with me I'm going to be there for you and I will be and if you're coachable and teachable I'll mentor you and I'll train you and I will not let you fail so let's get started okay there's an example for you right so you should lean on the fact that you're there to support them now you're not going to build their business for them right you're not going to make their calls for them but you're going to let them know you will teach them and you will show them how to do every step of the way and that they're going to be get your support come hell or high water now for people who have never done network marketing before it's totally new it's uncertain and honestly it's kind of scary because they've got this preconceived idea that most people have about network marketing so again you don't want to give the impression that you're going to do all the work for them but you can say something like this listen Harry I'll take you by the hand I'll walk you every step of the way you will never suffer from lack of support from me you'll make money I'll make money so consider me your business partner and I promise you this you give up on you before I give up on you this is a very powerful statement make sure you try it and make sure you use it because some people truly need that confirmation of support you see by understanding these three primary questions in everyone's mind does it work can I do it will you help me and then combining that with figuring out your prospects gap analysis what do they really want and why okay well those two concepts alone should more than easily double your closing percentages right now now of course sponsoring someone into your business doesn't mean anything unless you get them into action immediately right and I have to save that for another training session
But when someone comes in, there's a whole other level of psychology that comes into play to get them sponsoring others that most network marketers are completely clueless on. If there's one takeaway you'll get from this session is you've got to get people moving and get them into action quickly. Get them following the system because you want some sort of result for them within 48 hours. Something that they can prove to themselves, hey, I can do this. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about prospecting. Finding people to talk to is one of the biggest questions you get all the time. Hey, Peter, how do I find more people? And again, this could be an entire session on its own, right? So here's a strategy that you can literally implement today. I mean, you'll see gurus selling you social media courses. They want to make it overly complicated. But here's the real truth about how it really works. The number one key to generating leads through social media is delivering value consistently. Write those three words down. Delivering value consistently. If you want to be an influencer, if you want to have people attracted to you, it's very simple. Be delivering value consistently. If you can do that, over time, you will start developing people reaching out to you, following you. Now, notice I didn't say anything about sending random messages, essentially spamming people. I didn't say loading up your timeline with pictures about your product or your opportunity. None of that crap, right? This value can be through lots of different ways. It can be through videos. It can be through posts. I tend to do a lot of videos, for example, because it's easy for me to record my thoughts and post them and then share that. But I also realize video is not for everyone. Well, not yet anyway, right? This session right now is me delivering value. It's something I do consistently. And this one is in the form of a podcast, right? Now, to be effective about this, I'm going to give you some pointers. You must be willing to give up your need to be perfect. I mean, my videos are almost never perfect, right? Neither are my podcasts. This session right now is far from perfect. And listen, when I first got started on doing this, I was hopeless. I really was hopeless, especially at podcasts, right? But I was willing to look foolish long enough until I got good. Well, better at least anyway, right? Most people never become influenced online for the simple fact that they are too self-conscious and they don't think anyone wants to hear what they have to say. Just realize this. There's a huge population of people hungry for growth and they will listen to you if you're putting out value consistently. And yeah, there's also going to be a lot of people who don't want to hear from you and they don't care about you. But guess what? They're not going to watch your stuff anyway, right? So don't worry about it. Whatever you do, don't sacrifice your success and do not let other people down who can get value from you by worrying about what some people may think. You must also give up the lie that you don't know what to talk about. When you say that, what it really means is you're lazy. Right? I'm telling you right between the eyes. If you don't know what to talk about, you are bloody lazy. Stop saying that. Okay? I'm going to give you three keys to endless content for the next 20, 30 or 40 years. Right? I mean, you can do a video every single day if you're willing to follow this formula. It's called Invest, Learn and Teach. Or Learn, Do, Teach. I think I heard this first time from Ray Higdon. This simple yet amazing concept is to invest in personal development through books, audios, seminars, webinars, whatever it is. Learn and consume the content. Take notes and then teach the content with your own spin on it. Now realize that most speakers, most trainers, even the best in the world are getting their content from other places. They don't make it up themselves, right? I mean, for example, remember Zig Ziglar's famous quote, if you help enough people get what they want, then you'll get what you want. Well, he's been credited with that, but he didn't come up with that at all. I mean, that's all, almost word for word in the Bible. Okay, but he gets credit for him. Good luck to him. Okay, so realize it's not hard to come up with information. So very simply, learn something and then use what you learn to teach others. I've done this hundreds and hundreds of times to develop a following online. And it's not hard at all if you're willing to just deliver value consistently. Now, the key to personal power is the ability to take action. If generating leads online, for example, if growing a social media following is a goal of yours, don't let another day go by without putting some type of content out there. Go read a book, read a chapter in a book, go record a video, write a piece of text, whatever it is, just get it out there. I mean, if it sucks, do it again tomorrow. If that sucks, do it again the next day and just keep doing it. And I promise you that you'll get good eventually. 
and you will build a following and if you start adding more and more value on other people's lives you're going to start developing this following that you're looking for because very simply you're adding value to them okay don't overcomplicate this process you haven't got to spend thousands of dollars learning social media programs just do this now generating leads online using this will take a bit of time I appreciate that so I want to give you something that you can use today to get qualified leads for your business from contacting people in the coal market where you're out and about right now you may or may not want to do this but I'm going to share it with you anyway it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek but I can tell you the the Matt Morrises of this world do this very successfully he's a multi 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 millionaire in other words start making contacts and I'm going to give you a few tips here number one is be genuinely interested in them do this from your heart right show that you really care about them with no ulterior motive other than to make a new friend just get good at going out and making friends don't even worry about the business or prospecting or their phone number none of that stuff right so how do you do that well number one as I said before be interested number two is give them a sincere compliment find something you like about them maybe it's their smile their shoes their suit their dress whatever it is okay give a sincere compliment and let them know see people tend to like other people who like them so even when you smile you're displaying that you're interested in them and you give them a compliment that's essentially conveying to them that you like them so in turn they're more likely to like you as well now I've done this hundreds of times just practicing right and I'll give you my format that works like a charm okay but please realize it doesn't work for me 100% of the time it doesn't work for the Matt Morrises or the Bob Hylix 100% of the time either and that's totally okay because they're people everywhere so here's what you can do give a sincere compliment hey they're awesome shoes my wife would love those where'd you get them now guys it's always good to mention your wife or your girlfriend and girls you can mention your boyfriend or husband because then they don't think you're trying to pick them up right so you give them a sincere compliment next ask them if they work around here ask them what do you do for a living when they tell you say something like wow how long have you been doing that and they'll tell you this but whatever the answer is say wow you must really love it and sometimes they're going to tell you right away no and that's the perfect segue to getting a phone number right and even if they tell you they do love it you're just going to keep moving into the next step which is to give them another compliment so for those who've said no they don't really love it then then let them know you're in a hurry just say look I've got to run and maybe tap your watch or say something like this I'm a partner in a marketing company and I'm always looking for sharp people and then you can ask them if they keep their options open for career opportunities and if they say yes you can say look I've got to run right now do you got a business card and if not say what's your number I'll give you a call next couple of days or shoot you a text the next couple of days let's have coffee okay so here's the key be confident and do it a lot and yes I know it's going to be awkward in the beginning I mean it was awkward for me when I first tried this as well okay and sometimes it can still be but the key is to have no emotional attachment sometimes we get so worried about what other people think but let me share this with you you can't pay your bills with another person's opinion of you so stop worrying about being a little forward in your approach I mean, you're probably never going to see them again anyway right I mean go out and screw it up a lot who cares if you have trouble overcoming your fears of talking to people just set a goal every day that you're going to go out and talk to three four or five people even if you just say hello to them and give them a compliment at least that's a start right just keep breaking out of your comfort zone until the comfort zone expands for yourself now here's a few words to avoid when you're talking to someone never say things like hey I want to show you a presentation I mean that that's truly a sales pitch well and truly right or even worse hey I've got a great business opportunity for you those sort of things take them out of your vocabulary completely the human mind tends to always make associations when it hears something so when you say the word business opportunity they tend to associate that to something they've already seen or network marketing which can lead them to prejudge the program before they even see it but don't be afraid of talking and asking questions now that leads me to the next skill which is probably the most important skill in network marketing you see if you're a bad presenter or a poor enroller or a poor closer or you may be an inexperienced trainer if you can get enough people to see your opportunity I can tell you you can't help but find success the key is the invite 
if you can master the invite you'll get a lot of people who may be even way more experienced than you see the opportunity and this is where a dud can enroll a stud so while most people in the industry may be showing the business to one or two a week why not be showing your business to two or three a day why not and you can do this when you master the invite process in network marketing so I'll give you a couple of keys to remember first the less you say the more you make if you try and explain it over the phone they're going to typically prejudge it they're not going to want to see it plus as I mentioned earlier when you explain it over the phone that's essentially you, you, when you're selling them right and since most people don't like to sell they in turn think oh I can't do this and they won't even look at what you're doing so for your warm market and people that you know really well I would just invite them to say for lunch or coffee or just like you normally would regardless of wanting to show them your business right just be normal and after you set the appointment I'd recommend you letting them know that they're going to see something so I'd say something like hey that's great I'm looking forward to seeing you I can't wait I've got an idea I want to run past you I'll see you at two o'clock okay now if you're online use exactly the same approach very very simple and notice I said the word idea not business opportunity not business just an idea when you say business or you've got a business opportunity at that point most people are going to know and they'll be thinking oh he's going to pitch me right on network marketing or whatever it is and guess what they'll end up as no shows or telling you they're not interested etc right so the word idea is non-threatening they don't make negative associations with the word idea like they would with business or the word opportunity now no matter how good you are with the invite you are going to have people who ask you what the idea is and you need to be prepared for that and make sure your new members on the team are prepared for this as well and here's a response that many top marketers use and you can memorize this as soon as it comes up hey what's the idea tell me about it simply say hey that's like trying to get a haircut over the phone it's impossible plus it's 90% visual so I'll show you when we get together and then just continue the conversation like they never asked but if you say that and then you pause it leaves them a space for them to ask again so just continue the conversation look I'm in a rush but I appreciate you so much I'll see you at three okay so the invite should be very very quick okay so let's now spend a couple of minutes on presentations and what I strongly recommend you do is get your prospect in the right frame of mind for getting started using what is called a three-step setup here are the three steps number one is to share your why let them know why you're doing the business why you got started point is this you want to be very authentic because when you're authentic with your prospect and let them know from your heart why you're doing this it opens up a space for them to be authentic back with you it gives them permission to be authentic as well and to share with you from their heart all right step number two let them know that it's a big deal and you're all in I mean people follow strength not weakness if they think for a second that you're just trying this out they're not going to join you because nobody wants to work for someone who's wishy-washy about their success right then step number three is to let them know that it doesn't matter whether they, whether they do it or not this is where you're going to reduce any pressure on them but you're going to assert your posture without being arrogant or rude and to get across to them that you're doing them a favor and they're not doing you a favor by simply looking at the company you're offering for example you may share your story your why briefly and then conclude by saying Mary I had to figure out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life and I've been looking and I found it this is the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life and I'm all in on this like I've never been all in on anything in my entire life now I'm going to run through some information with you either way now please understand it's totally cool if you love it Mary if you don't that's great okay I appreciate you taking a look at it but listen if there's anyone I'd love to partner up with it would be you okay so then you play the video presentation so you went through the three steps with her you said at the end if there's anyone I'd love to partner up with it would be you saying that at the end lets Mary know that you want to work with her you're not showing her this just to get her opinion right now let's move on and let's start talking about getting people started enrolling them or you might call it closing right realize that the primary motivator that causes people to take action again is emotion it's their feelings right people buy based on emotions right not on logic they just back it up with logic 
So understanding that psychology, we want to be more emotional than logical. And this is where the majority of network marketers blow out their prospects because their language after the presentation is all logical stuff. I mean, the most common thing that network marketers say after the presentation is, what do you think? What do you think of it? Now, that's the last thing you should ask them. When you ask, what did you think? You're accessing the logical side of their brain, and that's not the buying side of their brain. And I'm telling you right now, even though you know this, you're still going to have a hard time not asking this question because it's the easiest thing to say and it's the most non-confronting thing to say. But don't do it, please. You see, the number one fear in the world is the fear of rejection. And that's why you ask that question. So if you ask people what they think of it, that's not asking for a decision. That's really you letting you avoid the possibility of them saying no. That's all it is. So it's a reason why many network marketers are terrible closers because of that fear of rejection. They ask, what do you think? And then the prospect tells them. Then they start reselling the deal. And they just talk and talk and talk and talk, right? Now, I know you've got to apply some amount of guidance here, but don't keep talking. And I don't believe in high-pressure selling, but you've got to create some leadership and some guidance to ask them to join. You have to do that sooner or later. After all, the number one reason why people don't get started is not because of lack of time or lack of belief. It's simply because they were never asked to join in the first place because the network marketer didn't have the guts to ask them. And the most uncomfortableness of asking someone to join is also the main reason why most network marketers want to continue talking and selling and talking and selling and explaining well after the presentation is over. Now, here I know you might be thinking you're getting them even more excited by explaining to them after the presentation and they'll be more likely to enroll. But the complete opposite is true. You're actually less likely to enroll someone when you do that. Because if you go back to question number two, right, they're asking themselves consciously or subconsciously, can I do this? That's you being a salesperson when you do this. And the more you try to sell, the more they th think they have to sell. So that's going to stop you recruiting, right? I mean, you may have the most amazing information in the world. And when you start saying all that after the presentation, okay, because you're enthusiastic about it and you want to share and help and support people and make them feel comfortable, let me tell you this, 90% of the time they're thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to learn all this. There's no way. It's too darn hard. It's just too complicated, okay? In other words, keep it bloody simple. When the presentation is over, your job is not to sell, it's to collect a decision. If they have questions, concerns, objections, then you can explain more to help them move to the decision. But don't overcomplicate the process. This is so very important. And this is why the average person blows the sale. It's a psychological fact that it takes the average person four to eight seconds to make a buying decision, or at least to verbalize it, right? Now, here's the problem. The average salesperson won't allow more than two or three seconds of silence before they interrupt. So when you interrupt their buying decision, you literally reset their mental process and you blow the sale. So one of the biggest keys to being a great recruiter, okay, is to shut up. When you've done, you ask the question, are you ready to get started? And you smile and you just sit there. You may nod your head a little bit, but you keep your mouth shut. That's all you need to do. And remember, the first person who talks loses. Well, in this case, the first person who talks is going to be them, hopefully, right? And when they talk, they win, not lose, because they've got you to lead and guide them in a successful career. Now, here's a few keys. Number one, have fun. Smile. Keep your posture and let them realize that they need you more than you need them. Be excited, sure. I mean, people will dance to your music. Remember, the primary buying trigger is emotion. It's their feeling, and when you're excited, you transfer that excitement to them. But at the same time, have a zero emotional attachment to the outcome, to the result. It doesn't matter if you're the best in the world. You'll probably enroll one out of three at best. That means two out of three, you're going to get a no for it, all right? So even if you're the best in the world, right, you can't have an emotional attachment. Tell yourself you love the whole experiment and the whole experience of enrolling people. Make it a game for yourself. Another thing is you can assume the sale. Assume they're going to get started, and this is key. 
assume they're going to build a huge business so when you talk about going to present to someone you can say I'm going to present to someone what's more powerful if you say I'm going to go and enroll someone or I'm going to go and sign up a new customer now that's even better but here's something that's even better than that how about thinking I'm going to launch a new team now that is powerful thinking you see you're not just going to show a prospect your intention is to launch a new team and when you're talking to your prospect and they get into some questions if you have that mindset you're going to launch a new team you're going to be talking to them about building an organization you're going to pre-frame it in their mind that they're going to have success with it and when you have that the assumption is really very powerful okay so here's some of my favorite enrollment or you want to call it closing lines right and they're all darn simple and that's the beauty of them one I've seen work really well I mean for example if you're at a live event and the energy is really high and there's music going etc you can simply say you're in right and smile and nod maybe give them a high five you're in right now that's great in a high energy environment but don't do that in a coffee shop don't do the high five either right and it look weird but in an energetic situation it can be really good you're in right and just smile don't overdo this I mean don't say any more don't follow up by saying because I'd really love to work with you and I think we can get great together and I can, we can do this and the opportunities this and the company this. leave all that crap out forget that just say it and shut up all right here's the next one are you ready to get started very simple eh? I told you that and here's another one do you have any questions or are you ready to get started now I love this one because it's neither or right you have questions or you're ready to get started if they have a questions answer it and then say do you have any more questions or you're ready to get started if they have another questions you answer that and then you say again do you have any more questions or are you ready to get started pretty simple right now if they've asked a few questions already I'm simply going to say hey Harry Brian whatever the name is I know you can do this let's get you started and smile and nod and just shut up now let me share with you a two-step process that you can use following a presentation a third-party presentation right so step one is this awesome right what did you like best let them talk let them sell themselves on how great it is and this is not for you to talk about all the amazing things that you like it's about them to say the things that they like then step two sounds like you're ready to get started and then shut up don't talk until they say yes or no in many cases they're just going to say yes let them say yes sign them up don't talk anymore don't talk yourself out of the sale just keep moving all right now let's talk about a three-step process you can use following a presentation you might use this for example if you're using a video presentation and you can tell that they're interested in the business side step one awesome right what do you like best step number two great well listen I've got to ask you a question to see if you qualify to be successful with this do you think you have the ability to push play on a video like I just did and give him a bit of a coy smile because obviously the answer is yes right and then once they answer yes you're going to say congratulations you qualify welcome to the team if you're face to face with them shake their hand one of the most powerful closing techniques of all is shaking their hand because this signifies closing the deal right you put your hand out it's kind of rude not to shake your hand back so in essence it's kind of rude if they don't enroll either and then you'll say something like this let's get you plugged into the system and I'll show you how to make the very most of this great decision now my final thought of enrolling and I can't emphasize this anymore is that enrolling is all about leadership people are used to being led from childhood they've been led in school they've been led when they get jobs they've been led all their lives so it's critical to learn how to lead people when you become competent in your leadership ability people will feel that confidence that you have and they will follow you so step into your power be confident realize that you've got the greatest company the greatest product you've got something so powerful that you can help them in the biggest way and it's a disservice to them if you don't use your leadership and your authority to enroll them and get them started all right now one of the most common things that's going to happen to you after you ask them to get started is they're going to give you an objection and there's tons of different ways to handle each of these objections but since we've been going already for about an hour right I'm not going to go through all the various ways instead I'm going to give you a three-step framework that you can use to overcome the most objections you come up with 
This could be an example. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I've got to think about it. I've got to talk to my spouse about it. Things like that, right? Okay, now realize that the people who are probably going to build the biggest business for you are not the ones who will give you a bunch of objections. So you don't have to be the best at overcoming objections. But when you can operate in strength and not get flustered and freaked out with an objection, you can also often lead people to make a decision that's in their best interest, and that's the key thing. You've got to believe that your company and or your product is the best interest for them, right? And no lying. So step number one is to validate the objection. So if they say they have the money, then you could say something like this. I hear you, but tell me this, and just be honest with me. Is it really that you don't have the money, or is that just a polite way of saying no, because please, no, I'm cool either way. I just want to help you. Did you notice I didn't get into selling them? You're just validating the objection that it's real. Most network marketers, when they hear, I don't have the money, have an immediate response like, well, that's why you need to get into this, don't you think? Right? Now, that's getting a little bit combative, I think. And there's nothing wrong with it because it's true. But this is a much more elegant way to establish your leadership ability. And here's the way I look at leadership and objection handling. Remember, you're looking for leaders. You're not going to beg, convince, plead anyone to join your business. You're not in that business. You're going to help them if they are help worthy, if that makes sense to you. Step number two, qualify their interest. Okay? So step number one is tell me the truth. John, is this really, you don't have the money? It's just a polite way of saying no, because I'm really cool either way. I just want to help you. If they say no, I really don't have the money, then you're going to say something like this. Well, do you want to do this? And I'm going to get him to say yes. And if he says yes, then you're going to say, are you sure? And again, get him to say yes. Now, think about it. Who's selling who? Right? He's selling me. He or she is selling me on the fact that they want to do the business. And so after I've established that posture, basically they've sold me on the fact that they want to do it. Step number three is to help them. Become their success consultant. And you might not say this every time, but you could say something like, do you want this? Or you might want to say, do you really want to create a residual passive income? Or if you're selling health and nutrition, do you really want to be healthier in your life? Do you really want to lose weight? I mean, whatever it is, you validate the objection. You qualify their interest. And then step number three is you help them. This is where you become their success consultant. They've told you that they want to do it. So you're not begging or convincing them. You're helping them make a decision that's based on their best interest. Now, there's definitely an art and a science in helping people overcome their limiting beliefs about time and money and network marketing and themselves, okay? This is where you go from being average to a true master. And there's lots of different ways to overcome objections, but realize that people you really want are not the ones that are going to give you a ton of objections anyway. The key here is to simply establish your leadership and your authority and simply help them. Help them make the right decision. Now, it's all a numbers game, right? And the next thing I want to talk to you about are the kind of numbers of what to expect because you can be the best enroller in the world, but if you don't sponsor enough people, you're never going to create the lifestyle that you dream about. I'm going to share with you numbers that have really held true for most successful marketers for many years. Okay? Out of every 10 people you enroll and sponsor in your business, you're going to get approximately four who do nothing. They'll never call. They'll never show up. They're, never going to, they're just going to quit, right? They're going to go away. You've got to be okay with that. And then you're going to get four who do a little bit. I call that showing up. They may sponsor someone or they may not. They may come to a meeting or a training or they may not. And you've got to be okay with those numbers as well. And then you're going to get one or two who are serious, who actually go out and start building. Now, are these going to be long-term leaders? Not necessarily. But in general, if you're doing things the way you should, it's the way it works. There are chickens and there are eagles, right? The reality is there's way more chickens than there are eagles. The mistake people make is enrolling too few people and waiting for them to duplicate. Everyone's asking, how do I motivate my team? Here's the biggest way to motivate your team. Write this down. The best way to motivate your team is to start a new one. Show them what's possible. Go and enroll another four or five people. There's no problem what enrolling four or five people can, cannot solve. I continue. Go and enroll new people, and that will send a huge message. 
now this next bit may surprise you or even shock you but duplication as most people think about network marketing is a complete and total myth you don't enroll 10 people who enroll 10 people who enroll 10 people you don't enroll two who enroll two who enroll two that has never happened in the history of network marketing no one's ever done it and I hate this example that so many people try to show you hear so many times you enroll five who enroll five who enroll five then suddenly you've got 25,000 people in your group and you're rich that's complete false bullshit that's a false example for people so remember this real duplication is duplication of leadership everything rises and falls based on leadership I told you this before your success in this business is going to rise and fall based on you becoming a leader and your ability to attract other leaders just like you or even better than you so without doubt you're gonna to have to sort through a lot of people who do a little or nothing at all and you're gonna to have to be able to discipline your disappointments until you find a leader who goes all out and builds a strong team now I'm going to break down some numbers that you may find fascinating these numbers have held true for top network marketers for many years and if you're doing things the right way they'll hold true for you as well in other words if you're attending training if you're working with your new people if you're getting them started if you're plugging them into the trainings and into systems and you're essentially doing the right activities with them then listen to this out of every 30 people you personally enroll approximately one will either become a six-figure earner or lead you to one now if you want true freedom that's going to happen from building a six-figure earner in your group right out of every 30 people one could be a six-figure earner or lead you to a six-figure earner now you need to know your num how your numbers work out but this is a guidance of possibilities for you so if you know that to get a six-figure earner you're gonna to have to personally sponsor 30 people it's all a numbers game all you have to do is work hard enough to go out and do it right the question is this if it were really hard to sponsor 30 people in your company would it be worth it if you could add a six-figure earner from it of course it would because that probably means you're going to be a six-figure earner yourself right and that's part of your lifestyle success you started with now would it be worth it to go out and enroll 60 people in your company in order to have two six-figure earners in your team for sure that probably means you're going to be a multiple six-figure earner would it be worth it absolutely so I hate the fact that people whine and complain about being difficult it's a numbers game and the only reason why we have such a huge opportunity to become wealthy is because it's a challenge because of the rejection because people can't emotionally dissociate themselves from the decision that potential people make because many people can't handle a rejection or they can't handle people quitting on them be happy for that because it allows you as leaders to go out and have a huge opportunity and your company I can tell you was willing to pay out a huge amount of commissions because they know it's difficult but realize more than half the people you enroll will never enroll another person and maybe one or two out of ten were serious if not leaders but hey you don't need them all you just need a handful of leaders okay now let's talk about group momentum you must realize that group momentum always comes after personal momentum if you want to have momentum within your organization you've got to create personal momentum first you've got to go out and show your group what's possible you've got to get off your butt and go and do it that's the leader in you right you're not leading from the classroom you're leading by actions you set the pace have a mission or an objective that no one in your group enrolls more than you the one and only formula for success your success and your wealth is going to be equal to just three things it's your financial vehicle times your effort times your skill network marketing in my opinion is the greatest financial vehicle in the world for the average person to achieve extraordinary results I mean no other industry I know of allows you to make the kind of money you can make with the kind of time freedom that you can have and allow you to help the kind of people that you do and one of my mentors told me years ago Peter if you're going to get good at something then get good at something worth getting good at 
and this relates to you and your particular network marketing company because if you want to achieve the highest success part of that formula is your belief your belief in your company you've got to have rock solid belief that your company is the greatest company within the network marketing profession without that belief in your company you're always going to second guess your success and your ability to lead people towards success will be very much reduced now please don't get me wrong you're never going to hear me badmouth any other company unless it's just a blatant you know, illegal pyramid scheme right and while i believe you should support the entire profession you should also believe that your company is the best i mean other companies are great but you should love your company the most and make sure you're in love with your company and make sure you love the impact that and the transformation that you can bring to other people and it's also the effort you put in the bottom line is this if you don't put in massive action you're not going to get massive results so you're going to be willing to step up and do the darn work right the last thing of the formula is skill right? remember the formula for success is this your financial vehicle times your effort times your skill the skill is the last bit okay without the skill you're going to get just simply bang your head against the wall right the reason why top marketers at the top of the profession is not just because they work hard it's because they took the time to get mastery they read tons of books they kept up to date they attend live events they've always kept learning and developing themselves they've established themselves as an authority and as a leader worthy of following if you're willing to simply do the things that I've shared with you today, then your future is assured in network marketing. I didn't say it was easy. It's going to be exciting. It's hard work. But if you are persistent and committed to do big things, I can tell you if you do this, then big things will be in your future. Sadly, most people just tiptoe through life quietly so they can arrive at their grave safely. And the reality is life is not a dress rehearsal. I mean there's no do-overs right you got one shot at this of making the life meaningful making your life significant and I want you to be finishing your life knowing in your heart that beyond a shadow of a doubt that you mattered that you made a difference not just to you and your family but to a lot of people around you so I want you not only to become wealthy I want you to feel the significance of knowing that you helped many other people do the same and have positively impacted the lives of so many other people this is priceless my biggest request for you is to not keep this information secret utilize the information I trained you in this session and go for it with all your heart use your potential to the maximum and I'll see you again soon cheers from Thailand bye for now Thanks so much for listening to the Internet Marketing Dinner Show with your host, the village marketer himself, Peter Beckenham. For more great content, go online, peterbeckenham.com. We'll catch you next time.